the fire. Yes, the fire rises. The news around the National Football League. All right. Welcome back to the second collaborated episode of Fuel on the Fire. Yes. Tom's got some bones to pick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So start us off. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say I'm extremely happy the Jets won against the Raiders. I I know they don't have much of a chance to, one, make the playoffs or be even if they did make the playoffs, probably win in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. we'd have to win the rest of our games. I understand that. I'm, I just want to see them win. I like that. Sam Darnold looks pretty good. But there was one play in that game <laughs> that, even being a Jets fan, that I got up out of my seat and said, you can't be serious. This cannot be a penalty. And they sacked Sam Darnold. And they called yeah, it was a legit sack, and everything was, you know. Yes, and they called it uh, roughing. roughing the passer, and I just couldn't believe it. No. I said, "This can't be roughing the passer." They they have to get together and say, "No, no, no!" Pick that flag up. And w- watching the replay, you saw how fast the referee just threw the flag. It's like he was waiting, and that guy like, just going to be roughing the passer. Near, there it is. Oh, he tossed him. He tossed him. I'm going to throw the flag. Like, no. Stop with the roughing the passer. And then the very next possession for the Raiders, we just annihilate their car and nothing gets called. I'm sorry. Roughing the passer needs to just stop what they're doing. It needs to be extremely obvious for me. It needs to be helmet to helmet or like... Really you, driving you, them you, into the ground. Either yeah, really driving them purposefully, or you take the guy, you whip him around and slam him to the ground. Yeah. All stuff that used to be legal anyway. <laughs> but <sighs> I need to calm down a little bit because this is the way the league. But that that had to be the worst call I've I've seen. I, and I I don't I've, I that was t- so bad. I know that one. Clay Matthews one where he no, legit hit I'm him. I'm just talking about this week, not a roughing the passer, but this week there was worse yeah. calls, in my opinion. At least something happened on that play where, like, well, the quarterback hit the ground and there was a guy on top of him. I but could... the guy that got charged for the penalty, <laughs> yeah, was... I don't even know if he touched the guy. I don't think he did. I don't even know if he touched <laughs> him. Like, he went over top of him. He didn't. He didn't tackle him. And but, so he came in second, but I don't. I'll it's come back such to a the, bad call. I can't understand it. I'll come back to the Jets in a second. But the other play that I'm referring to was the Cowboys tripping penalty. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, has yeah, been yeah. four tripping penalties on the season. Yeah, and two of them were in that game. Yeah, neither one of them somebody's, were a good call. Somebody's looking out for tripping. Like there's oh that was tripping. Gotta throw the flag. Come on, tripping? And the one that I think you're referring to, no. Not, no. You can watch the slow-mo replay, and you, the guy's leg goes forward, and then he moves it backwards, and the guy falls forward. Like, and it's not no, very often. tripping is when a lineman is on the ground, and he sticks his <laughs> leg up to try and block a guy it, it, from To me, it has to be an obvious, he sticks his leg out. Exactly. Whether or not you're on the ground, it doesn't matter. It has if to be super obvious. in your stance, and you're blocking somebody... And somebody 
happens to trip over your foot, you were not trying to trip them. Yeah, I so- completely agree. Now, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't normally agree with Troy Aikman. But when he was talking, and, yeah. and it was against the Cowboys, so I'm just thinking, oh, this is getting worse and worse because he's going to say, this isn't tripping, this isn't tripping. And like, I'm looking at it. I gotta agree with Troy Aikman, and then they brought the the head uh, whatever off official right. on who they talked to, and he said, "Oh, I think this one is tripping because he kind of extends his leg." And Troy Aikman was like, "This can't be tripping." No, and I'm just like, Troy, you're spot on this time. For once, normally yes. I can't stand listening to you, <laughs> but this time I have to 100. percent And that. And it's sad that we're getting these dumb penalties. Just dumb. I mean, just so dumb. It, it feels like you were saying before that that uh, official was waiting to throw a flag. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. that should never be the case. Yes, you should be ready to flow, throw a yeah. flag, but when it is so quickly thrown, you're starting to wonder what the intentions mm-hmm. are of these referees. Yeah, I I, it, I don't like to have that creep into my thoughts, but this season, it, it just when we said back like five years ago when all these little rules start changing and all these little things started going on, we we're like, oh, this okay, it's still gonna be yeah. fine. It, it has progressed so far to where now everything's a penalty. I mean, shoot, last year in the playoffs, I remember seeing. Uh, no, it was against I think it was against the Chiefs with the Patriots in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The guy I don't remember who it was came up and touched oh, Brady's yeah. shoulder. It was just a no, tap. he didn't even touch his helmet. I don't think he touched his shoulder and maybe his finger touched his helmet. Yeah, his finger. But they <laughs> called that roughing the passer. I'm just like, no, you can't do that in a playoff game. Like you okay, in the regular season, you you're, it's yeah, you can't touch a quarterback. Can't touch Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. I'm sorry. Though, I'm sorry. If the Patriots' defense were not as good yeah. and disciplined and just doing everybody's doing exactly what they need to do, if they were not doing that this year, the Patriots would not be winning games like they are. Because Tom Brady, <sighs> it's hard for me does to say not that. Look like he could bring a team back on his shoulders I, right one now. One thing I can honestly say after watching the last couple of weeks of Tom Brady. I don't think he's got the arm strength. Something's not quite there. I don't think there. he's because he threw one to Edelman yesterday, and I'm just like, hmm. that was like a Chad Pennington floater. <laughs> like, oh what is that? Hmm. He's not slinging it. And I think we might see a couple more years of Brady, and that might be it. Yeah. I don't see him going much longer. I think as long as they're winning, he's going to be in there and playing, but if right. they start losing, which they could. Now, I'll say this on air like I said to you the other day. <laughs> what if Tua, the this is just soon, the worst. The, not too long ago, projected number one overall pick out of Alabama. Yeah. What if he slides far enough that either Patriots trade up to him or he falls right there, the Patriots draft him, they rehab him all the next year, mm-hmm. and he takes over for Tom Brady and the Patriots just... <clears throat> Keep winning. I don't like that. I, <laughs> I know you don't. I don't at all. <laughs> There's only been a couple teams that I can remember being like this in recent history. And obviously, the Patriots, Bledsoe to Brady, the Packers, um, the Packers to Rogers. with Rodgers. Yeah, but it's just 
Like, that would be horrible. It would uh, be. Who's going to be the guy for Rodgers? But Rodgers still probably has more years than Brady. I would assume. You would but assume. You never know. But uh, yeah, I just I can't stand the thought that somebody like Tua would go there and they would get a caliber of player. Although he's been an injury-prone player for the most part. He's had tweaks and whatnot, and obviously now he's ridiculously hurt. But, uh, yeah. I think that he's going to the Patriots would be terrible. It that would, would be, be absolutely horrible, and it would give me the worst feeling in the world. All right. So back to the Jets because I needed to get this out. Uh, they continue to shut down the run game. They have now uh, they're yeah, holding opposing rushers true. to an average of 2.99 yards per carry. Last team to hold opponents to an average of less than three yards per carry through week 12 were the Jets in 2013. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's just too bad that we couldn't put everything else together to get them. First few weeks were just you know, a it's, killer. It sucks because you don't have Darnold. You had him week one. And we could have won that game, but who knows how he was actually? feeling. Yeah, he that might game. not even been fully healthy for yeah. week one. And then the next three, four weeks, we don't even have him, so we suck mm-hmm. without him. And then he comes back and just—I don't know if he was fully recovered, like he just didn't understand the offense yet. And then this, I have to talk about this, because he came back, and they didn't look great. I mean, they, he had a good game against the Cowboys, and they won against the Cowboys. But then after that, they lost to the Dolphins. Right. And that's when Darnold finally stepped up to Adam Gase and said, hey, because he was being polite. He was saying, he, this is honest, this is what they were saying. He, he was being polite to Gay, saying, yeah, I think we can make that work. We can make that work. We can make that work. Now he's actually stepping up. I don't really like this that. Work. <laughs> this I don't think this is going to work. Here's what I like. And so now they've been running plays that he actually feels comfortable with instead of, yeah, I think we can make that work. He's a, he's a polite guy. That's awesome trait, but he has to take control because Adam Gase doesn't know what he's doing. What are the odds that Adam Gase had the same look before and after those conversations? <laughs> Yes, exactly. eyes back and forth. <sighs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right, so before we move on, I am going to um, put up some pictures of a person that I called last year being a great IDP pickup, okay. and he was. Mm-hmm. Avery Williamson was great. Yeah. And the Jets' defense would have been amazing so much this better. year. So much better. With both him and C.J. Mosley on the field, I mean, and neither one of them. Have been what on the field. is going? And we still have the second or the first best running Run defense, defense? at least uh, for the last you know how many weeks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm going to show you some pictures of what uh, Avery Williamson's game days <laughs> it's have looked like. So here we go. First picture is uh, for you out there in listening land on Twitch. You can see us, but in listening land, I am going to describe these for you. First picture is uh, him with his leg brace on. And uh, some wrapped up on his knee and whatnot. He's sitting in his bed with his remote control with his Jets helmet on. Okay. All right. Uh, well, that's, that's cool. Just I like getting that. in yeah. the spirit. Yeah. Next picture. He is now sitting on his couch in full gear, <laughs> cleats and everything, in his white Jets uniform. Because mm-hmm. he hasn't even gotten to wear the new uniform. Right. Yeah. He got hurt before he even got to take the field. Mm-hmm. Third picture. He is in a restaurant. He's got a menu. <laughs> Nice, fancy-looking restaurant. Yeah. And he's looking longingly at his Jets helmet <laughs> next to him in the booth. 
<laughs> I love it. I mean, that's the kind of player I want on my team. I'll tell you that right now. And next picture might be Halloween. I'm not sure mm-hmm. because he's dressed in his full Jets gear again mm-hmm. next to somebody in a gorilla outfit. <laughs> I don't know what that one is. I'm assuming Halloween. Yeah. Oh, here he is shopping for game day in his full green Jets gear, mm-hmm. uh, picking out some Tostitos from the top shelf. <laughs> And the last picture. I hope he actually eats Tostitos. Come on, right. please. And the last picture. Here he is. Must be sipping his morning coffee with his Sports Sunday newspaper. Full gear. <laughs> his Jets helmet's off to the side. Yeah. And there's a sign behind him that says, please, don't pee off the dock. <laughs> I'm not sure what he, that I, is. I mean, he probably saw the signs like, yep. We're yeah, doing this. we got to get We're that doing one. this. So, yeah, there we go. Just some more Jets goodness on that <laughs> one. I like Avery Williamson. I had him in leagues before mm-hmm. uh, last year, and I really liked when the Jets signed him. So. Oh, yeah, so did I. Now, we've got one more we can segue to because I've got something from Rex Ryan. <laughs> This is just an all-Jets episode. Almost, almost. (laughs) We're halfway there. Well, anyway, you know, usually when we make a prediction or we call out a player Mm -hmm. and something changes, we'll call ourselves out. You're like, you know what? I was wrong. wrong. And I did that, uh, kind of, uh, with (laughs) the same player that Rex Ryan did. Okay. Um, I called myself out. But my claim almost is true, but not the way I intended it. Well, Rex Ryan called Baker Mayfield overrated earlier mm. in the season. Mm-hmm. I basically did too. Yeah. I called him the next Kirk Cousins. That's a little, that was way too far. And I said that on but air. That was you? before Kirk Cousins turned his entire season yeah, around and has been one of the best quarterbacks that's in the true. NFL since then. You were kind of doubly wrong there. However, <laughs> just pointing that out. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Here we are. I said it. It's true almost, but not the way I intended it. He Because after Cleveland's three-game winning streak, and Baker Mayfield's been playing great the last few yeah, games, yeah. Rex says he's underrated and claims the Browns will make the playoffs. <sighs> Let's just say what he is. He is a fine quarterback. Right. He has a potential to be great. He also has a potential to be really bad. Yes. So let's just let's be clear. He is still in his second year as a professional football player. Give it some time, and then we'll know exactly what he is. But when it comes to fantasy football, it's I mean we're not talking fantasy, but yeah, we yeah. are. We normally do, but this is something we have to talk about. He is fine when it comes to fantasy, and it's, they're winning games. The, the Browns aren't bad. But to say they make the playoffs and say that he's under, I could see them making the playoffs. Honestly, I could. The only thing I get from this is Rex Ryan will say something uh, that will get people to argue with him. Rex Ryan does that stuff all the time. Exactly. That's That's why. That's what he was when he was on the Jets, and that's what he's continuing. And even on the Bills, he did that. It's always what it's going to be. It is. Uh, so there's another team in the AFC East that is eight and three. The Buffalo Bills, mm-hmm. eight and three. Speaking of Bills, right into the Bills, right into the Bills. Well, they have a really tough schedule the last few games of the season. So that eight and three 
could very well be a nine and seven, ten and six, <sighs> even eight and eight if they can't put it together. But Josh Allen yeah. has been doing just fine. Mm-hmm. We talked about him in our fantasy episode. Yep. And I will say Josh Allen is the first Buffalo Bill with at least two touchdowns in seven consecutive games since Jim Kelly in nineteen ninety one. So this is the most consistent quarterback play they have had in a long time. I would have never thought it went all the way back to Jim Kelly. That's insane. All the way back. 28 years since they've had that (laughs) consistent of a quarterback. That's unreal. Uh, Unbelievable. So let's talk now, about Now I want to know who they who what's their what's their schedule. You said it was tough, so we want to know what their schedule is. Okay. Uh let's go back to the other page that I just got off on. <laughs> Sorry to make you mm-hmm. Let's go and find the Buffalo Bills schedule cuz I know they got to play the Patriots again. Obviously, they do they play the Jets week 17, so who knows? That could be tough. Uh they played Denver. Oh wait, no, that's uh for a full schedule. Sorry. That they played Denver <laughs> week 1. I was like I thought it was the next game on the schedule. Um they play oh this Thursday, is mm. that? They play at Dallas on Thanksgiving. So nah. we're rooting for Buffalo big time. No, yeah. Then they play Baltimore. That's not going to be easy. Pittsburgh. Eh, all right. Yeah, they couldn't get a win there. New England. Yep. And then New York Jets at Ooh. the very end. Who we don't know what I, I I we don't need to talk about the Jets anymore. But I don't know what they're going to be like week seventeen. Right. So we'll so, see. Yeah, uh, Buffalo Bills very well could just miss the playoffs because of a really bad end of year mm-hmm. schedule. Yep. Um, but let's talk about another quarterback that uh, has been one of the most consistent out there, mm-hmm. one of the best, most skilled players we've seen in a long time, who gets. As much hate as he gets love, and we see it right here in Wisconsin. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. What a stinker that of a was, day. Yeah, um, the, it's, it's the 49ers. Well, and, and that's the, what I'm getting to. Yeah. The 49ers, we have already talked about them, how they have shut quarterbacks down. It's not usually Aaron Rodgers-type quarterbacks mm-hmm. that they shut yeah. down, but they did. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, 104 yards passing is the fewest since 1950 by a quarterback that had 20 or more completions. Would it be, that's crazy, but would it be crazy to say that you think the 49ers are the favorite to win the Super Bowl? I I know the Patriots are still out there, and they got a great defense too. 49ers just lost, what, two weeks ago? What, was it two weeks ago? To Seattle, Seattle, and then obviously the Ravens have a good chance too. I, I don't know. It's, I, it's, I could it's not. up in the air between like f- four teams, <clears throat> but I think the 49ers have a really good chance. I mean, it, it's if they don't make the championship game, I'd be right. completely shocked. That would be a shocker. Um, well, let's go back to Baker Mayfield for a second. Okay. Um, with yesterday's victory, Baker Mayfield tied Tim Couch to become the. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even get the full sentence out. <laughs> he tied Tim Couch <laughs> to become the third all-time winningest quarterback at the Brown Stadium. <laughs> Tim Couch. Baker Mayfield oh. now trails. Love that one. Derek Anderson and okay. Alex Brown. Yeah. And Ben Roethlisberger by three games for the most wins at that stadium. <laughs> Oh, wow. Well, I'm assuming at some point he will have. 
Uh, if yeah, if he starts another season, that'll be. Yeah. I just thought it was funny. He's played two years and he's still trailing a Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. <laughs> most wins in Cleveland Stadium. That's because the Browns have been so bad, so bad, so bad. I'm surprised it was Anderson and not Hoyer because Hoyer had a really good year. He didn't win year. that, but that was the only year he played for yeah, the Browns. Yeah, that's true. He, he won I like five like they were... games or something. No. Because they switched between multiple quarterbacks that year. Yeah, you're because right. You're, was... I remember that now because we were talking about that. I remember talking at work about that. Johnny Football was, was in there. Yes, and I was saying they needed bench Manziel or yes. something. I, it was some kind of – and then they did it and was like, oh, Because okay. they were winning, but he was playing like garbage. garbage yeah. and you're like – Will they keep him in there just because they're winning? But they can't, can't can they? Yeah, just and they so didn't. they yeah. didn't. I don't think they made the playoffs, so it didn't matter in the end. I thought they did. I, don't uh, think I feel so. like they're like ten and six or something like that a year. I don't know. Anyway, and, but no, see that's what it was. Uh, uh, the year before, I think Hoyer did really well, and so they had uh, Manziel. I don't know. I I can't. Yeah, it's all. It's this is years ago. I'm trying to. Recollect it in my brain, so I'm not going to go there and speculate, but I well, think. We I talked think. about it on the Fantasy Fuel podcast. We said we were going to talk about Jameis Winston, so let's talk about uh-huh. Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. He is now 42 yards behind Dak Prescott for <laughs> the NFL lead in passing <laughs> yards. He's okay. only too short of Russell Wilson for the league lead in touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. He does have 20 interceptions, and that is six more than any other quarterback, which means he is on pace for 4,932 yards, 32 touchdowns, and 29 interceptions. Yeah, he's going to lead the league in, in touchdowns or in interceptions. Yes. It would be crazy if he did lead the league in both touchdowns and interceptions and yards. Yes. That would be insane. And he's I still a quarterback the team might move on from. Yeah, I'm yeah. – yeah. Can you re-sign this guy to a mega contract? No. Because no, you it's can't mega take contract him, him at least Nick Foles' money to sign this guy. It, it'll be some desperate team that didn't get what they want in the draft, and then they <laughs> said, "Oh well, let's get Winston because he's still good enough." Mm. But the fact of the matter is, good enough is throwing you twenty nine or well, right now twenty interceptions. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I it. It's weird because I kind of compared him to Brett Favre, but Brett Favre never had twenty nine interceptions in a season. If he did, it was like one time, right? And but he Brett always Favre, had around twenty. The difference was <laughs> Brett Favre threw balls that were on point, yeah. like perfect precision passing, and then he would try again and it would get picked. Yes, and then he'd make stupid, stupid he'd throws. Try to fit it in that tiny little window, no matter how tiny it was. Yeah, and sometimes he'd make it. You know what's funny? The only pass in my head that I, when I think of Brett Favre, it's not even in a Packers uniform. And it's not in a Jets one. It's in the Vikings <laughs> right. uniform. That last play where he rolls out. And he just should have All he the had ball. to do was run the ball, <laughs> throw the ball away, any other thing. But he's, Anything. I see something over there, <laughs> and then it gets picked. That's the last image of Brett Favre that I have in my head. Unfortunately, yeah, it is. It is. Um, one more, well, actually not even one more. There's multiple quarterbacks I still want to talk about, because <laughs> uh, this is such a dumb stat that I saw. I was like, wait, am I reading this right? In 2017, Russell Wilson was the most pressured quarterback in the NFL, yeah. seeing pressure on 41.4% of his dropbacks. So the 
team fired their O-line coach. Yes. Overhauled the scheme. Signed free agents to mm-hmm. start so that Russell Wilson could be pressured on only 41.4% <laughs> of his 2019 <laughs> dropbacks. <laughs> wow, what a difference. <laughs> I mean, they're winning. Uh, He's yeah. the first quarterback <clears throat> in history to have his first eight seasons as winning seasons. So, yes, and I think I said that once. I didn't. I feel we like we talked I said that. about that before. Like he had the chance to, but now that they have won eight games or nine games, whatever it is, they yeah. they're there. And that's yeah. that's. I mean, the guy is just nuts, and then he's in the running for MVP. I don't care that he had a bad week this last week. Right. It's he's still there. It was still a win, so we're not really going to go back and look at those stats. But with the anymore. way Lamar Jackson's probably already playing today, as we're recording this on Monday night, I'm assuming. Mar Jackson's probably in the hot seat for that spot. I don't know if Christian McCaffrey's still sitting there, too. I don't know, man. That's a tough one. All right. One more quarterback that I had to talk about. Um, And I don't know the entire situation surrounding this, but when I read it, I was just like, why? What? What? Wouldn't you want to be the guy on the field to take a kneel down for your first NFL win? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of a nice feeling, right? Oh, apparently, uh, it was more important for Dwayne Haskins to take selfies with fans <laughs> while there was still time on the clock, so Case Keenum had to take the final kneel down for the Washington Redskins. That's garbage. What if he fumbles that? I mean, that would be hilarious. <sighs> yeah, your first win. Your first win. Don't you want to be on the field when it happens? Celebrate with your teammates, maybe. Yeah. Like, maybe hey grab, guys, grab we did a it. phone and take selfies with your team. Yeah, I mean, I get the fact that you want to take selfies with fans. That's fine. That's cool, but not during the game. Speaking of a little slightly off topic, uh, down fourteen points, the Eagles uh, got a turnover or something, and mm-hmm. the entire defense went down and did one of those little selfie things in the end zone. I was right. like. Dude, we're losing. Yeah. You shouldn't do that yeah. right now. They probably had a plan. And I'm they sure they to stick did. As yeah. soon as we get that one. Mm-hmm. So, um, here's another one of those stats. It's not, uh, I don't know what the cowardly stat part of this is. <laughs> but <laughs> This is a punt, I'm assuming. Yes, down 20-3 to three in the fourth quarter on fourth and three. Instead of going for it, the Broncos elect to punt the ball into the wind. <laughs> it traveled 13 yards. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that's great. Yeah. I, I always, you know, that's the best playing football is when you see a punter either shank it or it just gets caught up there in the wind. And it's like, whoa, you should have just went for it. Man, the Seahawks punter killed us. There mm. was at least two drives that we started on our one-yard line. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you guys, yeah. but here we go. You know, now uh, we're sitting here thinking about how the Eagles were favored to win that game. I don't know if they were at the end, but they were at the beginning of the week last week. Well, like, somebody could bet on the Seahawks to <laughs> cover the one point. Uh, that makes no sense, no. and I don't get that. And the Browns one didn't make sense, but somehow that worked. <sighs> I don't know. All right, we got a couple more things here. Uh, quickly, over the last five seasons, the Raiders are 17-7 and when committing 10 or more penalties <laughs> and 18-32 and when committing 9 or fewer. So yeah. this new league, mm-hmm. with all these penalties happening, should make them a better team, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, 
the the stats don't lie, do they? Um, These cherry picked stats that I picked out right here, they can't possibly be anything but the truth. Just the state. Of, I'm just cherry picking stats, guys. Okay, uh, one more thing we'll talk about for a minute, and then I've got a great uh, thing to go out on. Um, I told you the other day the NFL is going to revisit. The rule change to replace onside kicks with that yeah. fourth and 15 attempt from your own 35. Yeah, at this point, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because onside kicks are impossible. They There's are. only one way to get an onside kick, and that's if the guy trying to catch the ball doesn't catch the ball. Right. That's it. Yeah. You can't run up quickly to Quick, grab it in the air. No, there's it's not, possible. not enough people in an area to make anything happen. One, yeah, that. It plus, has to be a mistake made. Right. Plus, you can't run up before the ball's kicked anymore. There's, That's you true. just can't. I mean, there's too much limiting the fact that onside kicks are almost impossible. And if you're losing with, by two. That's almost not. You almost try to squib and see if you can go get that quick because the onside kicks aren't going to work. Yeah. All right. We're going to go out on this. Uh, Redskins got to win. Dwayne Haskins first in the NFL. Well, Bruce Allen, he takes a lot of heat. Yeah. Uh, but you got to give him credit for sticking to his word. He vowed to fix the traffic and parking issues. Well, there's no longer game day traffic, and everybody gets their own row of spaces to park in, so you have to give him credit for that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Sorry, mm, Redskins that's fans. Not good. It's yeah. not it's not what it's not, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that's so. not good. All right. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for <laughs> us. Uh, we will be back next week and talk about some more penalties that we didn't like, I'm oh, sure, of and of some more obscure stats and. Uh, Hopefully another Jets win and yeah, another I mean, Eagles win, yeah, maybe. You, I mean, you didn't win this last week. Well, another on the year. Okay. Right. Not back-to-back. Back. Oh, we, We've we got back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Oh, my goodness. Make it four in a row coming up. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that'll do it for us. Um, I'm not sure what to say to go out onto this one because we're not talking about fantasy. Stay so. fueled up this NFL season? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Just the... Yeah. Don't catch on fire. Don't don't um, explode or anything. How about this? Bye. See ya. <laughs>